This is episode nine of season two for the Nashville Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Swanson, and today I sat down with realtor Matt Bogosian. We tried something new and recorded at Honest Coffee in Franklin. The audio is a little quiet, so turn up the dial a little bit for this one because Matt provides incredible content in this episode. Matt shares how he got into real estate a few years back, and now he is a top producer in Williamson County. A big part of that success is his YouTube channel, which now has over 2,000 subscribers, where he gets majority of his new business from. Give him a follow and enjoy the show, but first, a quick word from our sponsor. Mid-State Thailand Escrow pride themselves on empowering real estate agents by making their work easier to accomplish and enhancing their value to buyers and sellers. They believe that closing on a home should be a celebration, so they are committed to creating a less stressful and more transparent process for the client while allowing the real estate professional to focus on what is most important, being a hero to their happy client. When the focus is on the buyer and seller experience, we all win. And with that, here's the show. Well, today, everyone, we are, let's say, on location. Yeah. Uh, down in, I guess, is this still Franklin, technically? Yes, this okay. is Franklin. Yep. We're honest to uh, coffee in Franklin um, in the Berry Farms Shopping Center with Matt Bogosian. How are you doing, Matt? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for, for coming here and uh, trying this out with us today. Um, Matt, why don't you just quickly introduce yourself and uh, tell listeners a little bit about you? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, a, of course, a real estate agent. I'm with a little um, brokerage called Kerr and Company Realty that is out of the Franklin area. And I've been an agent since 2017 or so. And as you and I were discussing, I primarily work in the station, South Franklin, Spring Hill area. Awesome. And um, before we kind of get into your story, because I've got a lot of questions, I like to start every episode out with a little bit of a, a surprise icebreaker, I call it. Um, what would you say if you had to pick one meal right now, one restaurant, where would that be? Okay, one meal, one restaurant. And it could be in this area. We can highlight a little something down here. I think... I think that it would be... Um, it's got to be a burger from like Burger Mm. I'm just suburban. Yeah. And public just always wanting to go there. Yep. We don't go there a lot. <laughs> so that's probably burger from Burger Republic. Okay. And where's where's that? I know there's one of the goals, but there's a couple of spots, right? Yeah, there's one up. I get these mixed up because they have similar names. So, but there's one in the Lennox Village area. Okay. Or one that's a similar type chain. And then there's one in too, but I don't know if it's. Like I said, I don't know if it's named Burger Republic okay. or something else. It's Burger something. Else. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, anyways, we'll, we'll yeah. do some inclined research on that. But I think it's a good pick. Yeah, it's a great good pick. burger. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. All right. I love that. Um, all right, cool. And you mentioned getting real estate in 2017. I'm curious, what were you doing before, before real estate? Yeah, yeah. So when I got out of college, I was going to take that typical route. It was... Got to get a job with a company and put in your time and just stay there and work the way up the corporate ladder. So really, I managed a Sherwin Williams paint store for five years, 
sold hella windows. Mm. And then my last um, stage in my career was working for a commercial roofing manufacturer. So okay. flat roof materials. And I was miserable. <laughs> I was so miserable. I hated my job. I just, no one wants to spend money on roofs. They're expensive. And um, that kind of led me to where my back was against the wall. Um, in 2017, I was so miserable. I felt depressed. I wasn't happy. So I just started brainstorming and thinking about what I was good at. I was good at customer service, I was good at sales. I knew about windows and paint and homes and roofs. I worked hard. And then suddenly, and also I needed a rental house. And I started writing these things down. Why are you not a real estate? You're, everything you've learned up until now would be a, a perfect skill set to transition to real estate. Yeah, I like that. And it sounded like there was a lot of fun kind of into that process. Yeah. It's not just, I'm going to study for 60 hours and, and take this test, you know? Yeah, well, that was like, I, before that was just getting jobs to get jobs to try to get a little pay raise and yeah. just maybe yeah. some benefits. It wasn't really thinking about what I could be passionate about. And that's really what I encourage. Like, if you're someone listening now and you want to become a real estate agent, or maybe you've just dipped your toes into it, you know, I think it's a career you can be passionate about. People love buying. um, Just go full in. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool because you've been in this industry five years, coming on six or so, and you had a career year last year. Yeah. I would say right over 40 plus transactions. Yeah. Yeah, just at like $37. That's incredible. And was it something where it's just kind of a slow burn doing the right activities led you you over the years into creating this? Or what what do you think, was there a turning point in business that kind of kick-started to get you in that higher echelon? Yeah. I mean, I think this leads into, and I know a lot of agents, if they're listening to this, but really video is what helped my career take off. Back in the day when I started, I would just post like a three-minute video on Facebook. And that's really where I entered the world of video. I really had good results. People started to see me. They They weren't perfect. Mm -hmm. And I kept doing that. That's the key is... I started doing video and I kept doing it all these years. And I think I look back at my numbers and yes, they did jump up dramatically last year, but they, they, they really do step up. And I think it's just from doing videos and being in front of people on a regular consistent basis yeah. over time. Do you think it's people that might have been just watching for six months or a year, just kind of, you know, on the sidelines that were just kind of, you know, there was someone that just randomly finds that first video and it's like, all right, I got to talk to Matt. No, more often than not, it's someone that's like watching and they don't comment and they don't even like it. They lurk a little bit, yeah. They do. It's, <laughs> it's crazy because I'll get a call and be like, hey, Matt, um, this is so-and-so and I live here in Thompson Station and 
I've been watching your videos and I save everyone. Yeah. That's so cool. And yeah. the videos that you first started, what were the content about? I usually just pick something like, hey, did you know I'm a real estate contractor? There is an inspection period and there's also a resolution period. And here's the difference. I mean, I yeah. Like I would just pick little things like off of the contract or like maybe have a customer earlier that day ask something and then like oh that's a good idea yeah. i was always like write down little notes yeah you think of something that okay if someone's asking this question and other people might have that same question yeah. yeah and it's amazing i mean just that topic that i just mentioned is gonna make a video that's like two or three minutes yeah. which on facebook is already too long right so like Point being, if you're out there thinking about doing video, it just has to be like the simplest, smallest thing, yeah. and you can talk about it. Yeah. What? Um. So you you started out on Facebook, and now you've really gone full in into to YouTube. When what? When was that transition? Or not? I mean, maybe you did it the whole time, but when do you think it really you know started to double down on YouTube? Yeah, that's interesting. I saw um, earlier. I was studying like my analytics on YouTube. And I've got like 315 videos on there right now, wow. <laughs> which I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I started a while ago, but it took me probably a good year or two to like understand what I was doing and what my goals were on it. So I think it really started to take off on 2020. Okay. Was really where my YouTube started to really shine. And there's there's no way to just learn it and get there quick. Just like I was telling you with my videos over the years, like you just have to start doing it and be consistent. If you're wanting to go from zero to 100, I mean, unless you're really good and you pay someone a lot of money to help you get there quick, it's just weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And uh, I feel like, what's the frequency? Are, are you posting something on YouTube every few days? Or kind of what's your, or just as it comes? Or do you plan it out ahead of time? What's your thoughts on that? I try to posting something at least once a week. And that's kind of been the, some, the cadence that I can keep up with and sustain. Yeah. It's really hard. If, if you put a goal in front of yourself to do like two videos a week. That can be tough when you start posting just yes stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I and I watch there's some creators out there that do one video a month and they have a ton of followers and subscribers. So I think that the quality matters of what you're posting. Yeah. Um I think one thing that people have told me time and time again they call me on the channel is like you come across as real authentic trustworthy so you know that's another piece of advice i think i would tell someone that's listening don't don't try to script too much be yourself don't try to be too pretty too polished be yourself and just give it good Sure. I love that. I feel like that's been a common theme of top top performers that we've had on is 
I think it's easy for us to project what we should look like to others until we become something else. And it can be very seen as kind of artificial and not authentic right. versus just, you know, putting things out there that, you know, you believe in that you do that just, you know, people want to get to know you. They don't need to see everything completely polished and wrapped up and look perfect. Right. Right. I mean, I, I see so many, um, videos like on I was talking to someone about this the other day on like Instagram a lot of agents will say all right I'm going to be like all luxury and their Instagram reels will just be like music and and like of like a luxury home mm -hmm. but you never really see that agent hey. so there's never that connection yeah people don't really know who they are yeah they just see these like luxury houses and to a lot of people, the masses, I think there's like a little disconnection there. Like they feel like they're, um, that this agent is someone they could connect with and really work with. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I like that. And, um, and I noticed too, you have some shorts and I feel like YouTube shorts are fairly new. It's, it's the, it's the YouTube version to compete with reels and TikTok. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Why don't you just share a little bit about, you know, I, I, your post on there and kind of what are shorts really i kind of have like a i've had issues with shorts <laughs> and with reels and with tiktok because i've been doing long form for years now long form for me being like three minutes or longer most of mine maybe like 10 minutes so the shorts come out and i'm watching them and it's like it's hard for me because you can barely say anything in 30 or 60 seconds. Oh. So quick. And it's also a little discouraging to me that our society doesn't have the ability yeah. to watch something. Yeah, punching spans are down. Yeah, like, <laughs> that drives me nuts. So that's yeah. kind of like my issue with them. I have started to try to dabble in them because I realize people So you've probably seen some on YouTube. I put yeah. some on there. And... I don't know. It's, I'm not an entertainment So, like, if you're looking for shorts or videos that are entertaining, like on TikTok and music, and just that's not really me. Yeah. And so I think that's really what I struggle with a bit. Yeah. But I'm going to continue to try to do them. Actually, YouTube just came out where they, if you're if your YouTube account is monetized so basically they're paying for ads they're going to do that with shorts now okay like literally this morning i think i got a notice that said hey now your shorts you'll be paid for ads on your shorts and i was like interesting yeah i know they're really trying to push their algorithm uh, trying to get people to make more shorts because they want to you know compete and even instagram i think i got something that said congratulations you're part of the you know Pro creator program, right? Yeah. And if you do four posts this month, we'll give you, you know, 25 or four reels or whatever. Or certain, we'll give you $25 a reel or something like that. I don't know. And then I'm like, okay, this is, this ain't going to last probably. But, um, like one thing I did want to say, like, I make my video to provide value. I want people that want to move here to come. Sometimes those videos are only going to get a hundred views, but I'm going to get 10 calls. So that's what matters to me. Yeah. It can be a little discouraging because 
most people are looking for likes and views, but I'm not trying to be a YouTuber or a TikToker or influencer. I'm trying to get people to call me. So um, I think that's important for other agents listening like, hey, I get it. You can have all these subscribers, but we're not entertainers. We're real estate agents. You just need people to call you and... Um, sometimes that's not as sexy. Yeah. As a, you know. <laughs> well, it works. I mean, you have over 1,500 subscribers. Yep. And so not trying to get subscribers has worked <laughs> really good. Yeah, that has been such a slow process. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because, yeah. I mean, I do watch it. Really, the main um, thing that I was watching was to get monetized. Mm-hmm. Not to make money. You don't make any money really hardly from it. But it was just cool to get to that point. Yeah. It took <laughs> I remember I was like, how am I going to, I think it was a thousand subscribers, like 4,000 channels or something. Oh, wow. And I would watch that and I would get like one subscriber <laughs> every two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but then something happened where, you know, it just turned a corner, but it's because you were consistent doing that and not necessarily caring about that too. It's just being consistent. So I think that's the main takeaway is just don't give up. Keep keep thinking of good ideas and just stay consistent. Try once a week, something doable. Yeah, on your calendar. Now, do you ever experience anyone like making a negative comment or anything? You know. Yeah, yeah, that's on there. You know, as long as it's it, it's not like someone swearing or something like that. The way I look at it is, hey, you're creating conversation <laughs> on my video, which the algorithm likes, wow. and that means YouTube's like, hey. Talking, so we'll just leave it. Yeah, I've had some usually like, and every real estate agent knows this. There's this like group of people out there that are always rooting against agents and they're always rooting for home values to come down. They always think everything's priced and yeah. they're somehow getting like, screwed. Those are like the same people that will call them. Yeah. They don't even, I mean, I don't, I don't let it. Matter. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Not getting discouraged because everyone's going to have an opinion and just keep doing it. Like I like that. It's it's a good thing. You look at it as a good thing. Hey, you're helping my uh, my uh, algorithm. You know. Yeah. And because uh, um, yeah, I think a lot of people stop when they when they get one person's opinion and just yeah, that's a piece of advice that we all know. But I think, but it's easy to just get discouraged when someone says yeah. something negative. It's funny. I've had like a few where they're like. Someone will say, you know, this guy looks like a typical real estate dude. I'm like, like his comment. Yeah. And I'll say, you know what? You got to in that video. <laughs> Thanks for commenting. Yeah. No, It'll crack me up. I like how you spend yeah. that. Yeah. I just try to have fun with it. Well, uh, another thing you're really good at, I feel like, is staying hyper local or somewhat local to kind of the markets that you want to be in the markets that you live in. Um, why don't you talk about that? You know, we're down here in Franklin. I know you do a lot of spring mill college growth, um, listings and everything like that. But yeah, share a little bit about how you kind of, you know, niche down to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's going back to YouTube. That is like super, super important. So if you go on my channel, I do have some videos of like every now and then I'll be in the YouTube like okay i'm here i'll do a quick tour mm-hmm. but for the most part 
the way I really feel like my career took off was I was in a neighborhood in Thompson Station called Camper. Mm-hmm. And I watched some training and it was like, niche down, niche down. The niche riches down. are in the niches. Oh, I like that. And I was Sounds like, like a Tom okay. Ferry. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, this is. So I went all in on Canterbury and Thompson Station. It's like, I'm just going to like do everything I can to own this neighborhood. And we worked. Like, wow. there's other agents that do awesome in that neighborhood, of course. But, like, I started getting a reputation with Thompson Station. And I was like, that's cool. So when I did my YouTube channel, I try to do the same thing. Focus on Thompson Station, College Grove, South Pine Corner, Spring Hill. Because that's the area where I know it better. Yeah. And so if we are an agent just starting out or struggling, focus on like the area that you know and and I mean start doing mailers, do videos on just those areas and eventually people will notice. Yeah. And some will call you and they're gonna say, Look, we're thinking about buying in Thompson Station, we know you're Mr. Thompson Station in Israel. <laughs> They're branding it for you. <laughs> yeah, that's so important because that's another mistake on YouTube. If you try to be everything to everybody, if you try to be, I'm Middle Tennessee, I'm the Middle Tennessee realtor. I'll work in Middle Tennessee. You can't cover all in Nashville. There's just so many neighborhoods in Nashville. Which I feel like in this market, as as you know, deals are getting less than they were last year, it's tempting to be like, I'll take that listing up and you know, we'll do this and I'll take you all around. But it's like, at the end of the day, that might not be the best thing for you. I'm actually, I'm actually supposed to work with somebody. I don't want to say where, yeah, or who, but it's a friend of a friend. It's a referral. And they're about 30 minutes away where they want to list their town home and then they want me to help them look and it's maybe about an hour away. I know that a lot of agents are probably like 30 minutes. That's not very far. Maybe it's like 40 minutes. Yeah. It's just a little too far. I'm really struggling with it right now. Yeah. Because when you start primarily working in your area, see how nice that is and how beneficial yeah. it is to stay yeah. there. So when you get one that's 45 minutes out, I mean, I know I'll make a commission, but it's not a huge one. It's it's kind of like, oh, is that the best use of my time? Like yeah. you were saying. Is that something where maybe you could refer to another real It's like, hey, I, am, I know Spring Hill. Like, I know these areas down here. Like, is there any way maybe we can just work together and yeah, that way. Yeah, I actually did that last year okay. with an agent in Murfreesboro. Yeah. Uh, there was a client that reached out to me through YouTube, and we were I looked at a house or two for. It's just too much of a struggle for me to get to Murfreesboro. She was looking at around three or three fifty. I just I couldn't give her the service that she needed to find yeah. that house. So I knew an agent out there. I referred her, and she thought that's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I need a little permission to cover my, I've made one for there, so I felt like I had to cover. Most importantly, 
she found that. Yeah, it's a good experience, you know, for the client, for everyone. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. It really is. Um, why don't we wrap up you know, this episode talking about, um, you know, this area down south, Franklin, Spring Hill, College Grove, everything. Kind of where are you seeing the most growth? And uh, maybe just talking about different price points and providing some some uh, yeah. context. Yeah, yeah. Thompson yeah. Station has been saying the growth there has been crazy. I think the benefit of Thompson Station right there off of eight forty, so it's really easy to get onto the highway. Just south of Franklin, you can get to downtown Franklin easy. It's not far from where we are, very far. So it's convenient. I didn't think that when I first moved there. I thought it was so far away. <laughs> but it's also exploding as far as neighborhoods and developing. There's Canterbury, which still has a whole section that's getting built. Colgate still has a section that's getting built. There's a new curve that's not even, they're developing it right now called Broderick Place. Littleberry's newer. Richmore's been enhanced. I go on and on. Yeah. Lots of good neighborhoods. The schools are rated really well. Thompson Station Elementary, Thompson Station Middle, Independence. It's easy to get around. So I think Thompson Station, just because of all those reasons, and it's beautiful, is going to continue to really take off. Thank you. It's prices and prices. They're also going. They're going. <laughs> I mean, Canterbury, I mean, I have a listing in there right now for $65. But that's a small house. I mean, I, I think Thompson Station, the true Thompson Station, which would be like close to eight forty. You know, you're seven, eight hundred thousand and up to get a house. And those new neighborhoods, those are in the one, two, three. Wow. Yeah. So price is kind of hurting it a little bit. But do you do you think the attraction to that area is if, if you're maybe can't get in that Franklin price point for the same square footage, that kind of the next progression. I think so, and I think also it's it's to me. I, I think more so like Spring Hill is like that. Like okay. if you ask a lot of people in Spring Hill, and I've done this, hey, why do you live in Spring Hill? Almost all will say, well, I wanted to live in. Franklin at Thompson Station, but it was just too expensive. Yeah, because it's a, is it half uh, Williamson County, half in Murray, Murray County, yep, yep, kind of where you're at. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thompson Station prices are getting like close to Franklin prices. Mm -hmm. Spring Hill has a, a significant drop. Yeah. So, so yes and no. I think I think Thompson Station has some charm to it. Like if you drive through Thompson Station, you'll notice there's barely any gas stations. There's no Walmart. There's no catching places. There's yeah. no car. Because the town is so strict on what they will allow to be developed there. Yeah. They've got a, um, I forget what it's called. So you guys are listening. Probably, <laughs> it's, they've got like a rural world or whatever it's called in place where a building has to look a certain way. Okay. 
parking has to be in the back of the building. Interesting. Yeah. So that really keeps the integrity yeah. of that look in Thompson Station. So yeah, it's that's kind of the charm of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, are you seeing? Uh, do you know much about Columbia? I know a little bit about Columbia. I, my wife actually grew up in Columbia. Oh, cool. So we grew up here. Yeah. I've got a whole other contract right now. Okay. So I dabble in Columbia. I'm wondering if that's the next. Like, is it just going to keep going south down the 65 corridor? Maybe. maybe. Um, it, it just depends. But I've seen that's hurting Columbia is like the lack of like a higher end development down there mm. like if you travel down 31 or columbia highway and you get into columbia like you're still not really putting up mm. less expensive what i call like starter homes okay we need one of needs like a builder to get out there i wish it was on 31 where they've already built for the people but like a more luxury Eight hundred thousand million dollar. Like it just needs to draw that yeah. crowd there. Yeah, in my opinion. But yeah, and to answer your question, I do think it's going to keep tripling. Yeah, it has to. Right, it, people. There's no inventory. They got to go somewhere, and they have the land. I mean, it's Frank Moore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's so. That's what I've heard, and I'm starting to see even just north of Nashville. It's maybe 15, not even 15 minutes outside. Um, on my way to Beeman Park, if anyone knows where that is, um, it's about one acre, maybe half acre lots that they're putting these massive, I'm calling these Millensville type houses, you know, out there. And I was yeah. like, whoa, like, this blew my mind. It's all older houses there. You still get some for three, four hundred thousand up there, but now it's next to this four or five thousand square foot house. And so I think it's just everything just going to continue to get built up. All it keeps moving out. I mean, Tennessee, I mean, as a state, there's all sorts of free, empty land everywhere. I mean, people might own it. Yeah. We, might, we need to start like another city or something. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Like in Nashville, too. <laughs> Franklin, too. And yeah. And I mean, yeah, who knows? I mean, it, it is interesting to see where, where we're going to be in five, ten years. And I'm originally from Silicon Valley, and so it was all apple orchards in the 80s. And just kept exploding further further south, and it's all one big metro in Central now. Yeah, so. yeah, that's a common theme in like Spring Hill. A lot of people are upset about that. Yeah, it's a little much. Yeah, different. That's what I'm wondering is like, where are these people that have lived here their whole lives and maybe don't like some of the change? The appreciation's been good. Um, is that like, are they going to maybe move to Chattanooga? Or, yeah. I don't know. Where it's like similar feel? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, because you're sitting there going, hey, look what happened. I used to have woods around. Yeah. But it's a slow process. It's not like it happened overnight. So yeah. it's not shock. Sure. But still. Yeah. I mean, I would sell and yeah. move to Montana, there Yellowstone. You go. There you go. All right. <laughs> well, Matt, I appreciate your time. Is there anything else I should have asked you? No, I don't think so. I just. Uh, Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what, what's the best way? Obviously, we've got we're plugging the YouTube. We'll put all that in the show notes. But how can someone get connected with you? Yeah, just go to workwithmat.com. Just www.workwithmat.com. And there's a link there to set up a, a quick phone call with me. And 
Cool. I like that. That web. How long have you had that domain? Just this past year. Wow. Okay. I had to pay somebody for that. I was gonna too. say that's a that's a good short easy one to remember. Yeah, that's kind of why I did that. Like, I think if anyone out there, agent wise, is listening, try to find that domain with your name. Yeah. Three syllables. Yeah. It's easy. Because my last name's Bogosian. Yeah. I did have to Google how to spell that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if it was like Mark Bogosian, nobody's going there. Yeah. Nobody like that. Oh, cool. Well, thanks a lot, Matt. Appreciate you being on here. And uh, yeah, I wish you all the best for uh, 2023. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm Jared Swanson at Nashville Real Estate Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you feel extra generous, leave us a five-star review. I greatly appreciate it. 